okay good 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 afternoon wherever you are i hope my pictures are clear and my sound is clear just toggling with the wi-fi dongle to see what works best <laughs> praise god anyway welcome to the prayer experience wherever you are thank you for joining us again today what an amazing god that we serve he's good he's kind he's ever loving and we are back here again to pray please share this video share 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 with friends family members let people know that it is time to pray the lord is good and his mercies endures forever amen and amen please subscribe to the daily talks media uk channel thank you we can see the subscriber base growing especially on our youtube page and we thank all of you who have subscribed already if you haven't what are you waiting for get on youtube and subscribe on facebook as well there's the like button you can do so we're, we're glad that on both platforms facebook and youtube the lord is increasing the 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 influence of this time of prayer if you're live connect with us leave your prayer request your praise report and your comment okay let's know what the lord has been speaking to you it will be a great pleasure to be able to hear from you the prayer experience hotline is there on the screen take advantage of it make a call ring and somebody will be at the end of the line with you okay now let's go into thanksgiving and the scripture that i want us to use is from colossians chapter 1 and verse 13 colossians chapter 1 verse 13 says he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of his beloved son that's uh, the um i can't remember the, the but it, it, it's, it's something's message standard bible i think it is and i like the way it put it the kingdom of his beloved son most of the other translations put it as the son that he loves okay um the king james version says the son of his love but whichever translation you use they both they all agree unanimously that we have been delivered we have been set free we have been rescued from the dominion of darkness and we've been translated like the kingdom uh, like the king james version says we've been translated into the kingdom of his beloved son and so our thanksgiving today is to thank the lord for our deliverance thank the lord that we've been set free thank the lord that we are no longer uh, under the dominion of the devil hallelujah praise god wherever you are please join me whether you're at work or you're at home or you're out and about let's give thanks to the lord for his victory in our lives father we want to just thank you today we want to bless you we give you glory we honor you forever and ever what an amazing god we said thank you for sending jesus christ your one and only son your beloved son 
Thank you for sending him into the world, not just to die for our sins, but to deliver us, to rescue us, to bring us out of the dominion of darkness and bring us into the kingdom of the son of your love, your beloved son. We thank you. Thank you for everyone on the prayer experience community. Thank you for what you're doing in our homes, in our families. Thank you for what you're doing in the lives of our children. Thank you for our own walk with you, that we do not just come here to pray, but you are resourcing, you are refreshing, you are inspiring our individual walk with you. And that's why the commitment is showing that we come here every day with a heart and a passion and a desire to stand in the gap on behalf of the nations. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise God. I want us to get into the inspired word. And um, we'll be looking at a subject called the faith of our fathers. I'm only bringing this because of late there have been some things the Lord has been speaking to me, particularly about uh, connecting with the faith of our fathers, connecting with the faith of our fathers, whether it's our fathers in the scriptures, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, or our recent fathers like uh, Smith Wigglesworth, John Wesley, all of these amazing men and women of God that history records are pioneers of different things that we today are beneficiaries of those things in today's world. Certainly, the one that stands out, which we're going to look at, Romans chapter 4, from verse 17 to 18, talking about our father Abraham. The Bible says, as it is written, I have made you father of many nations in the presence of God in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead and calls into existence the things that do not exist. And uh, it said, in hope he believed against hope that he should become the father of many nations as he had been told, so shall your offspring be. So I, I want us to hook up today, refresh our mind. What was Abraham like when God called him? The Bible says when God called Abraham, he had no heir, he had no son, he had no seed. Um, he, his, his wife, Sarah, she was barren. Even at the age of 90, Abraham was 99 years old when the son of promise was given to him, Isaac, where the Lord appeared to him and said, within the time of life, within the time of life, uh, your wife Sarah is going to have a son. And at, at one point, uh, Abraham thought, okay, my servant, Eliezer, he will be my heir. He will, he will, he will, he will inherit all of the reasons that the Lord has blessed me with. At some point, he, he, he even thought it was going to be Ishmael. But the Lord appeared to him and said, no, from your wife, that same woman that you say is barren, he said, the son of the promise will come forth. And what was Abraham's response at this point? That's what Romans 4, 17 to 18 is saying, that as it is written, God says, I have made you the father of many nations to a man who had no 
biological son from his legitimate wife. I'm picking my words intentionally. He had no bi biological son from his legitimate wife. And God said, in the presence of God, he believed. And, and then look at, look at the following phrase. He says, who gives life to the dead calls into existence the things that do not exist. What is faith? Faith calls those things that be not as though they were. The King James Version puts it that way. Faith does not look at what is around you in the physical. Faith holds on to the word of God. Faith, faith gets a hold of God's word and begins to speak that word into manifestation. And that's why Abraham's name was changed. Sarah, has, her name was changed into father of multitude, mother of nations. And they began to, even before Isaac came, they began to speak that word out. They began to make those declarations. And today, not only the whole Hebrew nation, they are offsprings of Abraham. Imagine how many thousands, millions of descendants that have come through Father Abraham. Look at the spiritual des descendants. We are all today sons and daughters of Abraham. That man believed God. That man took God at his word. That man came through, yes, he came through his unbelief moment. He came through his doubt moment. He came through the fear moment. He came through the questioning moment. And we will all have that. We will have our doubt. We will have our fears. We'll have our unbelief. We'll have all of those things. But I want to encourage us today. Don't stay there in the land of doubt. Don't stay in the land of unbelief. Don't stay in the land of fear. Move on. Take God at his word. Get into the word. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. It says, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate therein. What does it mean to meditate? You stay in there. You focus your thinking on the word of God. What has he promised you concerning your, your, your children? What has the Lord promised you concerning your family? What has he promised you concerning your career, your job? You need to get the, that word. You need to go into the scriptures, get the, the word of God. Also, in your time of prayer, many of us, God speaks to us. Um, if, if you're able to write those things down, they form a part of the constituent of the revelation of God to you, what the written word has said and what he has spoken into your spirit. Put all of that down together. Begin to meditate upon them. Begin to reflect upon them. Go into the place of prayer and stand upon the word of God and say, Lord, I trust you. I, I, I believe you. I look unto you for my needs to be met. You said you supply all my need according to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus. You said in your word that you will heal me of my infirmities and my sicknesses and my diseases. You said you will open the doors for me. You said in your word that you've sent your angels to go ahead of me. So I'm not afraid of tomorrow. Those are the kind of words to say. As Christians, we speak God's word. We speak faith. We speak trust in God and we do not doubt him. Let's have a moment of reflection right now. Wherever you are, whatever your circumstances is, I, I, I want you to just reflect on these and say, God, I, I want to stand in the land of faith. I want, to, I want to evacuate myself from the land of doubt, fear, and unbelief. I want to come into the land of faith.
where I trust you. I take you at your word because I know that you will never fail me and you will never let me down. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you today in faith and in anticipation, knowing that you are God, knowing that you are good, knowing that you're faithful. And what you promise, you're more than able to bring it to pass. Father, I thank you for everyone on the prayer experience community. Many of us have different kind of issues which we've put in the back burner. But we come here every day to pray for the nations, to pray for the church, to pray for other people, to intercede on behalf of other people. Father, I pray that you will visit each and every one of us in our homes, in our families, in our circumstances, and bring your promises into manifestation in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Praise God. I want us to pray for the rest of the church, the body of Christ. Look at this scripture in Luke 22, verse 31 to 32. This is Jesus speaking to Simon Peter. He says, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan demanded to have you, that he might sift you like wheat. He said, but I have prayed for you, that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. One of the greatest prayers we can ever pray for our brothers and sisters in the church, in the body of Christ, is the prayer that Jesus prayed for Simon Peter, that Simon Peter's faith will not fail. We all know what happened to Peter, didn't we? He denied Jesus three times. And even when, you know, Jesus was resurrected from the dead before he had his encounter with Jesus, he said to the rest of the team, I go a fishing. I think it's all over. I don't think this Jesus thing is going to work. Let's go a fishing. But you know, Jesus in all the while had prayed for him that his faith will not fail. And on the day of Pentecost, we saw Peter, this same Peter who had denied Jesus three times, this same Peter who had lost all the cause for the mission and said, I go a fishing. I'm returning back to my original occupation on the day of Pentecost. The Bible says, standing among the 12, he preached a powerful sermon on the day and thousands of people on the day of Pentecost came to Jesus, gave their lives to the Lord. I want us to pray for the church, pray for our brothers and sisters, especially people who are getting weary in their believing God, people who are getting tired in their faith, to pray that, Lord, we want to pray that their faith be strengthened. We want to pray that their faith will not fail. We want to pray that people will find their trust in you. We want to pray that doubt, fear, and unbelief be gone and the hold of the enemy be broken over the lives of your people in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Let's pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we want to pray for the church. We want to pray for believers. We want to pray for the body of Christ. We want to pray for Christians everywhere whose faith is uh, at the point of breaking, people whose trust is being shaken, especially people in those, in those nations of the world, the persecuted church, for example, in Iran, in Iraq, in Afghanistan, in India, in Pakistan, in North Korea, in uh, uh, Mozambique, in Ethiopia, in Eritrea, places across the northern part of Africa, you know, those places where people's faith are on trial all the time. We want to pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you will strengthen their faith. We pray that you will 
cause them to come good. You will you cause them to keep standing strong and believe in you, trusting you. Even in our modern day world, in the Western world and other parts of the world where necessarily we're not being persecuted like that for our faith, but people still go through different individual challenges, challenges, financial challenges, emotional challenges, all kinds of challenges. We pray for faith to be strengthened within the brotherhood. We pray that men and women in the church, in the body of Christ, will stand strong, believing, trusting you. We pray against the spirit of fear, timidity, every harassment of the enemy. We stand against the powers of darkness. Your word says no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Every tongue that rises in judgment, you said we will condemn. And so we stand against the powers of the enemy. We stand against principalities and powers over the church, over our brothers. For those who are at the point of giving in to offense, giving in to sin, giving in to witchcraft, giving in to all the deception of the enemy, we buy them back from the influence of the enemy. We declare freedom and liberty in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Two more prayer points before we go. I want us to pray for the United Kingdom, particularly for politicians. We know that the various political parties, this is the season where they're having their annual convention. All kinds of promises are made. Promises are also broken. You know, they say they will do something. In another couple of five years, they say we're not doing it anymore. Making promises breaking promises, and all kinds of things. Look at this scripture. Look at this scripture as we pray for politicians in the United Kingdom. The Bible says, talking about David and his leadership style, with upright heart, he shepherded God's people. He guided them with his skillful hand. So two things that stands out there, an upright heart and a skillful hand. Upright heart, skillful hand. I want us to pray that the Lord will touch the hearts of our politicians in the United Kingdom. Uprightness, righteousness, integrity, honesty. I want to pray that for politicians in the United Kingdom. Also skillful hand. Sometimes the way they handle the economy, handle social affairs, handle the education, handle all kinds of things. You wonder, are they trained? Do they know what they are doing? But we can pray. We can, we can criticize them all year long. That won't change anything. But if we pray, God will intervene. And if they don't yield to the Lord through our prayers, God will remove them and put the right people in government. Today we hear about train strikes, uh, junior doctors are on strike, all of that kind of thing. We want to pray for our politicians. Lord, give them an upright heart and skillfulness, wisdom in the name of Jesus. Please join us, those of you from other nations, and please pray for politicians in the United Kingdom. We want to pray in the mighty name of Jesus. We're in a seat and stand in the gap on behalf of the leadership of the United Kingdom. We pray for the Prime Minister. We pray for all of those MPs in the House of Parliament. We pray for the representatives in the House of Lords. We pray for all of those people who are councillors up and down the country from all the various main political parties, the Conservative, Labour, uh, the Liberal Democrat, and all other parties, Green Party and all of that, we pray in Jesus' name that you will touch their heart. 
We pray, Father, you will give them a heart that is merciful towards the people, that they will feel the pain of the common people. They will feel the, 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 the challenges and the stress upon homes, upon families, many families struggling to be able to send their children to school with food in their, in their stomach. Many children go to school without breakfast. And we want to pray, Lord, that our politicians will learn to harness the resources, the God-given resources, and they will channel it in the right direction. They will not spend frivolously uh, public money in the mighty name of Jesus on fancy projects, but that these resources will put food on the table for families, will, will provide schools and, and, and fund the NHS in a wise way. We pray all of these things for our politicians, oh God. We ask for your divine intervention over the land. We bring Scotland, Wales, Ireland, England, all of the British Isles. We bring them, Lord, all of these, uh, 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 the, the nations under the United Kingdom. We bring them under your auspices that your hand be made manifest upon this land. We plead the blood of Jesus over this nation, over this country. We speak prosperity and blessing over the land, that this land will be fruitful again, that families will rejoice again, children will again uh, sing and dance in homes uh, in the mighty name of Jesus. And let there be the move of your spirit upon the United Kingdom. Many turning to you that what the enemy meant for evil, you will turn it around for good. We ask you for these things, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And quickly want to pray healing prayers for anyone who, who is on the platform that needs your healing touch, Lord. We also pray for friends, family members, relations. We remember a dear lady who is going in for surgery today. Um, uh, today, Thursday, yeah, she's going in for surgery today. Want to remember her in prayer that the Lord will intervene and bring healing. Look at that scripture, John chapter 1, verse 2. Beloved, I pray that all may go well with you and that you may be in good health. I like that, in good health, good health. Underline that in your Bible, good health. That is still the will of God for us as it goes well with your soul. Not only does God want us to prosper spiritually, he wants us to prosper in our health. Let us pray together. Put your prayer request down. There are other people who will see it on the platform. We will all pray together and the Lord will touch each and every one of us. Father, in Jesus' name, we just trust you for healing and health on behalf of each and every one of us that you will bring recovery, you bring deliverance, you bring salvation in the name of Jesus. When you die, Jesus, you not only died for our sins, you died for our sicknesses and our diseases. You took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Matthew 8, 17 tells us in Isaiah chapter 53, verse 5 and 6. And Lord, your will and purpose, according to Todd John, verse 2, is that we be in good health. We pronounce this, Lord. We rebuke every spirit of fever, every spirit of sickness, every spirit of disease, every spirit of cancer, every spirit of tumor, anything that is contrary to good health and well-being in every one of us. And for those of our loved ones that we stand in prayer for, we pray that healing virtue will flow into bodies, healing uh, body and mind and soul and spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 
Thank you, Jesus, for always hearing our prayers all the time. There's never one time we come before you that you never hear us. Father, we thank you. We give you glory. We give you honor. We worship your name in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Amen. Amen. Praise the living God. Thank you for praying with us. Please subscribe to our audio podcast. It's available. Tons and tons and tons of prayer that you can uh, play on your podcasting, uh, uh, provide from your podcasting service providers. Play it. Pray along. And the Lord bless you as you do that. It's a Friday. We're going to be back again at 1 p.m. What a blessing. Thank you. Bye-bye. Just cry.